A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? Uh, well, we're good to go. <laughs> Hi, Shelby. This is, I don't know if you remember me, but this is Ashley. <laughs> Yes, yes, it's so good to see you. I'm Shelby. Oh my gosh, it's been so I know, long. And I, th- I think this podcast is called Swiftish Podcast. Um, I don't know. I don't. Life has been. Can't be sure. Life has been hectic, <laughs> you guys. But welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. We are. We're here for a Swift episode, which, if yeah. you guys don't remember, because we haven't done one in a while, is just a shortened Swift episode of our hour long so <laughs> we'll try to keep it under 30 minutes fingers crossed i know shelby at least has a deadline to hard cut because yeah. your birthday's this weekend it is i know yes. it's weird 31? I, it snuck up on me yeah 31, 31 which i'm like fine with i just i wish i had more energy to care about it yeah. but i'm just like yeah <laughs> burnt out I, still I get that. Uh, but you have a whole new baby you have a whole new baby so I, I that's why i get your whole burnt out i started yeah I started a job this week you guys i am yes. back in the working world as a part-time attorney recruiter who's going to be full-time in a month which is just great because i can like nice. flow back into it but yeah. yeah you guys baby that's new with me she's adorable she has a full head of hair, Cora, so Olivia Hancock. Hair. Olivia, Aww. Lance and I both fell in love with that before Lance <laughs> realized what Olivia paid you homage sneak to. That in. I, couldn't, I couldn't put Taylor and I couldn't put Allison and I couldn't put Swift or anything yeah. related to that. So I said, Olivia, and he's like, I really like that. I'm like, I do too. And then I was like, wait, that's why I like it. Like when I suggested it, I forgot about <laughs> Olivia the cat. I really did. Yeah. Were you guys Club Olivia or Club Meredith? Club Olivia. In... Oh, yeah. you were? Yeah. Cute. I Perfect. I know, it's perfect. That's, tell her. That's where you talk to um, Mama Swift. Mama yeah. Swift about birthing Taylor. <laughs> and then I'm birthing Cora. Yeah. You gave birth to her. And I yeah. have to tell you guys, Cora has found her voice in the past two weeks. She is Aww. singing all the time. So she's going to be the next Taylor Swift. She's like, ah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I'd like. You heard yeah. it here first. <laughs> Next Taylor. So maybe Taylor that needs to be tuned a little bit more, but she'll yeah. get there one day. It took Taylor a few years, you know. <laughs> she'll get there one day. So I just feel like so much has happened in our I lives know. in the past five months, four months, five months, and we haven't been oh on gosh, here. Yeah. And a bit has, ha- has happened in Taylor's life. More. Yeah. We go on hiatus like Taylor yeah. and then we come out yeah. like Taylor. We do. So. We do. We, um, <laughs> what does um, this love say? You come back, you this, leave, and you come back. You, you leave, apparently you can't. You leave, you come back. No, I didn't do my I didn't do my lyric analysis. Yeah, we're not so doing our remember. lyric analysis this week, but when I was taking a shower listening to this, I was like, hey, that's us. We leave, yeah. we come back. <laughs> exactly. you, you know, we come back better together. But we're here. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, because Taylor, no, that did honestly because <laughs> we are kind of this. We are the kind of person she's singing about in that song, where you're hopeful that it'll come mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. So it's not a negative song; it's a very romantic song. So that's how our listeners feel about yeah. us. Because sure, it was disappointing that we were on a hiatus, but like, look, now we're back. We're glowing. We're looking better yes. than ever. We have babies and. <laughs> and jobs and things to distract us but um yeah pretty wild 
wild few months and kind of a weird a weird time to come back. I mean, have you been following sort of the silence of Taylor Swift over the last few months? Um, Tracking the different theories as we desperately tried to believe that dates and commercials yes. and emojis all meant something. And the, the ambassador day for a record store. Because <laughs> I mean, that's what I threw out. I was like, okay, if I think anything's yes. going to happen, it's going to be on the ambassador day. But nothing happened. People just recently, the most recent theory was – and people are going to head to head on these Facebook groups I was in was that Blake Lively's costume at the Met Gala was really a 1989 homage because <laughs> all the details she put into her, her outfit since she was hosting the Met Gala was really to help Taylor Swift out with a 1989 right. release. And hey, nothing to do with her hosting nothing. the New York City Met nothing Gala. Nothing because I mean, Taylor just, this is my, you guys, I hope you can, can hear my sarcasm, but <laughs> Taylor just dropped a 1989 single. So, of course, hello, Blake. She did it. (laughs) She She knew. knew. She did it for her. Yeah, it's all kind of, I mean, we can talk in circles Mm. about Easter eggs all day long because there was that whole hubbub about like, was it April 16th or something being something? 416. Yeah, because it added up to some number. Yeah. And it was. And that was supposed to announce something. and, And it's like, uh, I get it. Some of them are provocative. I, again, don't think she's as detailed as we think. I think the like cake sign with the equal symbol was like, oh, I'm going to be doing this with mm-hmm. um, Ed Sheeran. But I don't think it's as like, I don't think it's as microscopic as she wants us to believe. Um, but we did get this weird announcement. Well, I guess a couple of things happened before that. She did come out to say that she had written a song for Where the Crawdads yes. Sing. And so that happened a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. And she got – well, she got backlash because she's Taylor Swift. <laughs> it Because she's yeah. Taylor Swift, she got backlash because of, I guess, the writer. I'm not too sure of all the details, but the writer has some, you know, sketchy, not, great. not so great past. And she – like, articles yeah. were, like, clickbaiting her. Like, Taylor Swift, <laughs> she supports this author. But then, you know, you and I were texting back and forth because I love to see um, – your thoughts behind all of it. I'm just kind of like reading things and I react quickly and swiftly. And then you come back and you're like, you know, like they're only using her name for clickbait because there's so many (laughs) other people who are more involved in this, like Reese Witherspoon, who is picking it for the book of the club and all the, and the, the director, she's producing producing it. it. All these people who are involved in the movie, like why aren't they being thrown under their bus? But it's really, Taylor Swift is get, getting people to click <laughs> yeah. on the articles. Yeah. I mean, in the articles, they'll say like, oh, this is produced by and like, well, blah, 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 questions arose around. Bliss. And so it's like, it's all there, but they mm-hmm. use Taylor Swift in the title to be like, Taylor Swift is getting backlash for this. And it's like, I I love holding people accountable, mm-hmm. but that just seems so far down the line of creative input that it's weird to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but. But yeah, she announced that she's going to, she has a new single, she has a new song for that movie coming out this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she just went quiet again. Um, and then obviously Joe has been doing some promo for his TV show that's coming out on Hulu, um, Conversations with Friends. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> and so he was asked about Taylor Swift a lot and he just played coy constantly where he's like, 
oh, if we were having a glass of wine, like the two of us, I'd definitely tell you, but I'm just keeping it private. And like, oh, if I was engaged or if I wasn't, I wouldn't tell you. So there's really no point in answering. Guys, like, hello. (laughs) One thing, speaking of clickbaits, I saw one that had mentioned um, Taylor, oh, Joe, Joe called writing music with Taylor ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> and it, and you click on it and it, it was him being like, oh my gosh, you're just so ridiculously awesome, kind of like that. But they right. use that as like a ridiculous and like Joe says he's <laughs> never going to write with Taylor Swift again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is why Joe is not talking about Taylor. <laughs> to be fair, he never did write with Taylor Swift. He was humming alone on the piano, <laughs> writing the exile in his own mind. And she's like, oh, I'll, write, I'll finish that Well, and for he you. had said he's a terrible piano player and singer. So it probably <gasps> wasn't that Who good. Who is lying? No, he's <laughs> lying. So maybe he was just doing like a few like ding, ding, ding. Or maybe he's not good as Taylor. I don't know. <laughs> and oh, he, yeah. he called his Grammy win ridiculous. That's what mm. it was. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, just, he didn't say it in that way, right? He's like, that girl's ridiculous. She's ridiculous. <laughs> I'll never work with her again. <laughs> Toe forever. Um, speaking um, of movies, I've only seen this one place, and, and but I read that Taylor Swift is going to be in a movie Amsterdam. Oh yeah, that's that David O. Russell. Okay movie that we talked about like last year because he has some pretty messy past allegations um and so people are like why would she align with this director like oh which is fair Mm -hmm. um but yeah so that's like been in test screenings it's not anywhere it's not been announced for like release yet or anything but the rumor around test screenings which is always hard to trust because it's a very rough draft of the film um is that one, it's really long and really bad. <laughs> but two, that Taylor Swift is the best part and mm. seemed to be meant to be a folk, meant to be a jumping point for her acting career. Oh, okay. I, I, we love Taylor. Yeah. But what does it say about oh. a movie if Taylor Swift is the best part? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the best part to the point where people are like, wow, actually, I think okay. she has a chance here. Hopefully. So maybe... Maybe something's, you know, she's taken some notes. Joe's helped her with that. I don't know. Um, it's a curious remark. I mean, people said the same sort of thing about her and cats. Like, oh, she was actually pretty, like, charming and fun in that. Um, so maybe it is just something she likes doing a little bit more of. I'd be mm-hmm. curious to know what role mm-hmm. it is because her last role in a movie besides cats was that like bit role in the giver where she was a very serious, sad hologram, sullen, like girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was <laughs> yeah. singing in hologram form and it, and it didn't like work. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if she was doing something more like campy and kind of energetic, I mean, sort of like cat her campy. And if it was more fun. Get, I mean, she was 19 around the time that she was, or 20, was around the time she was camping and energetic when I'm thinking of Valentine's Day. And oh, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> I was like, don't. new new girl? I was oh, like, no. what else has she like, been in? I literally forgot about that. Please don't bring that back. You know, she's probably honed, just like her voice, you know, she's yeah. probably honed and grown into her acting. Yeah. Yeah. She's done good in skits, yeah. um, like SNL mm-hmm. and stuff. So I appreciate someone stretching. And I'll know? watch it. No matter if it's bad <laughs> yeah. or good, we will watch it. Exactly. I'll be yeah. there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so I think that happened. And then, um, obviously what drew us Mm -hmm. out of our hole is the the announcement of this love, which came out last Mm -hmm. night. Um, and so maybe at this point that this episode airs and people are listening to it, she's actually announced something more and everything we're about to say is completely (laughs) wrong. Um, but we're here to give our hot takes and fresh thoughts on that entire rollout. So we're not doing a lyric analysis. We are just giving (laughs) our hot takes on our impressions on any Easter eggs that maybe Shelby has uncovered. I know she has a fun little theory. So we will, we will do that. And maybe one day we'll get into the lyrical (laughs) analysis, but there's not much behind it. Like when it comes to her personal life. So there's not a lot of juice and tidbits to go over. Yeah, because it, it, like I said, the last thing she ever said was on March 22nd with the trailer for Where the Crawdads Sing. And then just randomly yesterday in the middle of the afternoon, she says, um, thank you, Jenny Han, who is the writer of this book that's being made into a Hulu show, for debuting my version of This Love in the trailer for The Summer I Turned Pretty. I've always been so proud of this song, and I'm very, and it's like that mushy-eyed, puppy-eyed expression emoji about this turn of events this love taylor's version comes out tonight at midnight and midnight has spaces in between each letter um so uh right off the bat people are like omg 1989's coming but i think it's really interesting that she doesn't call it a lead single she Mm -hmm. doesn't call it a single she just says i'm releasing this love taylor's version well and she doesn't she's my version oh yeah she says this loves taylor's version comes out tonight and Here's the thing that I feel is weird about the whole rollout. Red was such a huge rollout. It's It was such a huge album, even in 2021. And that was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. So it seems weird that she wouldn't follow that with something like a smaller album, like Speak Now, to let that ride the same, like the coattails mm-hmm. of that success. And that she's just been silent for so many months. Uh, there was a lot of rumors that she'd announce a new album, a new tour, whatever it is, that she'd do a full drop of her last four or whatever. But but it's also seemed kind of like we've talked about she did lay so many Easter eggs for 1989 back when she released Fearless mm-hmm. and the Hey Steven stuff that it seems like something kind of went wrong. or And we thought, oh, maybe she was waiting for that court case. the Shake It yeah. Out case. But now it just seems like this is my theory, okay. and I recognize that I have a 50% shot of yep. being completely wrong. <laughs> but it seems likely, it seems to me that she might have bought her master's back on the DL. And I think part of that is because, one, she left the door open for that possibility in her letter to Shamrock when they purchased the uh, catalog from Scooter Braun. She posted that letter and she said publicly, I wish I could have worked with you. I was really excited about how much you love my work, but since Scooter Braun is still attached to this deal in some way or form, I don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. with it and I'm going to proceed with my re-recordings. Mm-hmm. Maybe that will change. So she definitely left the door open. Um, Scooter Braun comes out and does like a little press tour for something he's doing. I don't know. But when asked about Taylor Swift and these recordings, he doesn't really make any sort of mention of them, which I understand why he wouldn't like he wouldn't say like, oh, I'm I'm glad I got her 
I'm still got her stuff, like yeah. whatever. Like he wouldn't rub it in. He wouldn't talk about it. So think, that's not yeah. really a the point. The only thing but he said was how she weaponized her fans because I know people were yeah, going yeah. up in arms about that. <laughs> and I wasn't that offended by it. I was like, well, yeah. 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 Um, not, a certain base, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what's more interesting is this announcement where, again, she did do Wildest Dreams where she's like, oh, you guys love this so much. Here's my Wildest Dreams mm-hmm. Taylor's version. That was months ago. But this is like an intentional release, mm-hmm. but she never calls it a single. Mm-hmm. She doesn't release any insight about when Taylor's version 1989 comes out. And she doesn't release any artwork for 1989 Taylor's version. Instead, what she does is a merch drop for 1989 and Speak Now under the banner in her shop called the Old Taylor mm-hmm. Shop. Mm-hmm. So out of nowhere she's releasing both album old style merch like with the same fonts that she used on the original artwork the same sort of style and like visuals of like you know 1989 seagulls and blue skies and that sort of thing and nowhere on her site is something like oh 1989 taylor's version except for this this song this love and it seems like kind of weird to do that one to release both at the same time and two to put them under a specific banner called the old Taylor. Mm -hmm. Um, Because to me that implies that there is like some ownership of that old Taylor now. Like she's not like, Oh, Taylor's version. Oh, Taylor's version. Here's my new stuff, new stuff, new stuff. It's like very much focused on the old Taylor. And so I'm kind of curious if she was able to negotiate back her masters and is kind of trying to figure out what she wants to do with these re-recordings she now has. Well, I kind of, if that's true, which like we, like you said, 50% chance of being true, you know, sometimes we're just <laughs> yeah. clowns. If that is true, I mean, when you read this love, it kind of makes sense. This love is alive, back mm. from the dead. These hands had to let it go free and this love came back to me. This love left a permanent yes. mark. This is glowing in the dark. Like, I know this isn't a lyrical analysis, but when I was in the shower, I was like, oh, if Shelby's right, like, this would be a perfect song to kind of like, you know, prelude into that announcement if it's true. Um, devil's advocate to this, it could just be UMG trying to get a lot of money. Could be, oh, know, yeah. With 100%. all of their, they their merch. merch. <laughs> like UMG just throws the merch out and then takes like six weeks, seven, eight, nine, yes. four months to send stuff. I got – I ordered my my red – this Love is Red sweater mm-hmm. in November. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be a Christmas present and it got to me last week. Well, guess what got <laughs> to me last week? The, what? Um, New Year's Eve merch. <laughs> That got to me last week. I ordered it and it said six weeks. I ordered it six weeks back in November. Just, and I got, I got freaking that is so funny. New Year's Eve March. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with this? I had totally forgot you about it. You got to find a graduate. I know, because yeah. who wants this? Do some kind of like six-month photo shoot with Cora. Yeah. That is so yeah. funny. I'm glad uh, you got your They stuff. wouldn't refund you? Um, I had forgotten that, it, like, th- that this yeah, item yeah. was coming. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's like a really honestly guys, the quality of the sweater is really enraging to me and I'm really mad that I spent that much money mm-hmm. on it. The shorts I got, I liked a lot better, so I was excited about the sweater, but the sweater is like thin and it just is going to I know the instant I wash it is going to mm-hmm. dissolve. So 
whatever. But yeah, the merch isn't really something I tend to trust. But it is weird that she introduced this old banner and decided to do 1990 Fearless at once, which some people think means she's going to drop both re-recordings at the same time. But I'm kind of like, well, why would she do that? And I want like a big 1989 release because there's so much more, I think, in the vaulted tracks for 1989 that I think Fearless will, will give us. Because speak okay, now, sorry, yeah. speak now, Mama Brain. Yeah. Speak now will, will give us, but yeah. who knows? Who knows? Well, and I just keep coming back to that. This turn of events makes me so, like, like in her announcement to say that, like, what turn of events? Like, she's Is not it the fact a Ginny Hound stand. She's not like a. Yeah. She's never mentioned like. It's not like the creator of. Oh, Grey's what was Anatomy? that movie no. that ins- that was inspired by Clean that then inspired oh, oh, oh. Death by a Thousand Cuts? Da, 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 like if that no, no, person no, no, had no. been like oh, the it? producer of a movie and she was putting the song in it, that would have been like, oh, this turn of events, like squeeze. Yes. Oh, but this is just like the fact that she says, oh, this this song is coming out. This turn of events is so like it seems like a bittersweet sort of emoji to me. Like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, soft, like it makes me so tender. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, what is that? But then some people read the midnight with the spaces means blank space. And it's like, I mean, also, it's just a stylistic choice that I think she's operated in the past. But yeah, mm. that could be it, too. I know. Um, so I don't know. I kind of feel like something's off, but she also might just be doing her own thing at her own speed. And like, who cares about anything anymore? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, something just feels weird about how this was all dropped without driving promotion towards an album drop, which is what she usually does. Oh, Taylor is just like pushing us along because we're gonna look like clowns. Everyone looks like gonna look like clowns. Like everyone, like people were theorizing yesterday she's gonna drop 1989 at midnight. Like, oh, she's gonna do this. And then I think it was Taylor Nation was responding to tweets with like five emojis so it's like 1989's next i just don't know right now i'm just kind of mm. what, lost in and la la land <laughs> being like i don't know what's going on yeah Oof. yeah and i've got to admit like i i know people want to keep it light and happy and like positive but it is like really jarring to me for her to come out now with this push to buy merch and this mm. push to download her song and she hasn't said Mm -hmm. or breathed Mm -hmm. a single word about the attack on reproductive Mm -hmm. rights in this country Mm -hmm. and I don't like policing people or or assuming that they're not doing things on their own but if you're going to start like drawing attention to yourself Mm -hmm. in a in a crisis like this it seems fitting from someone who has said that she's now found her voice Mm -hmm. and she knows the power of speaking up and she wants to be able to you know, use that platform that maybe it would have been worth one of her eloquent writings. And I think it's like, I don't know. I just feel frustrated because everyone's like, oh, well, it's too political. It's like, no, first of all, her entire Miss Americana documentary, her entire lover promotional was like, I don't care about politics anymore. I'm going to say what I need to say. Like, this is this is about humanity. This is about me and my voice. And like, I won't, well, I won't make the same mistake. And part of me thinks like if she wants, if she wants to tie it in with an album, if she wants to make her voice heard, 
it could be a speak now and kind of thing. Like she could talk <laughs> yeah. about, she could do like play justice to what's going on right now and be like, Hey, here's a single from yeah. speak now because it just <laughs> right. kind of like eloquently ties together so nicely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm not dumb. I know that there was a strategy involved mm-hmm. in her Miss Americana. And like, yes, I want to believe that she was just realizing more of her power. And, and you know, in her documentary, she talks about being like her development being arrested in that time she got famous. And so, yeah, she's 33 now. And it's just harder to give the same benefit of the doubt when it's like, you, you know, you know, what's going mm-hmm. on. You, you're hearing this and you're profiting off of a base that is primarily yeah, yeah. female. And, and that's just like, this isn't just like a, a bad law. This is setting women back 50 mm-hmm. years. That's a law being removed. Like we have less rights than our mothers and grandmothers mm-hmm. did. And that's like a very upsetting and traumatizing point in our history. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's hard to make a statement because you're worried about the other side or opinion, but it should be easy to say like, I value people and their right to Mm -hmm. choose and their right to make choices about their health with professionals and not five clergy and like, you know, a room Mm -hmm. deciding that this isn't worth our freedom anymore. And part of me wonders if that's kind of a, like a one percenter issue when it comes yeah. to sh- it doesn't affect her because yeah. she if if say she she wanted to choose what she wanted to do or anyone in her family came or any close friends they have the means the money the travel to go and get it done and take care yeah. of whatever they want to happen anywhere they want to like she yeah. she I but Tennessee like she's from Tennessee she should be more up in arms about this but then she lives in New York and she lives in London so I'm just wondering like what was her her thought behind all this because she's been so vocal about politics and I know she's been a little bit silent but now she's kind of hasn't said anything and I would have assumed she would have spoken out I know and it's like I I really try not to be like are you gonna say something about this And if she had been like just in her private bubble forever, then I wouldn't have cared. But it's the fact that she comes out and she's like, buy my single. It's like, I just wish she'd read the room a little Mm. better because it does start to feel like, wait, the only times you speak out are when Spotify is not paying you well or Apple Mm. wants to like mistreat your industry or you like it's really self-centered in a lot of ways like even her exploration of feminism in the man and 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 as she's starting to find her voice in Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Pence it's like really like oh how is this affecting me and so it's like my record sells okay okay like like, I love Taylor but it's just kind of around okay she's releasing an album she's making this point the album's being dropped around the election Miss Americana's being dropped around this election let's make Let's make it profitable for me. And hopefully, like, yeah. I don't know who – I would like to think that that's not her intention behind it, but it's hard right. to not notice those facts. Like she's yeah. not dropping, dropping an album yeah. right now. You know, Red isn't Red – Red came and gone. She's not looking yeah. into 1989. It's – yeah. You know. I know. And, like, I'm a huge – I've devoted like (laughs) I've devoted like what five years of my life to this podcast like we have proven our standhood and I like still 
I like still love her. Like I feel like I feel like she's a good person, but it's just this instance is really like souring for mm. me because I'm like you have and it's not like I think she'll fix it, but I think her voice is important mm. and I think she knows that because she's wielded it in other instances. Mm-hmm. And I'm not expecting her to change the mind of five justices. I just think it'd be really healing for someone who profits off mm-hmm. of women so much to be like, oh, I want to stand for you and I believe you should have rights. Like, it's like that easy. I mean, she's going to weaponize her fandom to do anything. It should ha- <laughs> yeah. have, she should weaponize her fandom to call yes. call their state, call their, you know, Mel, their Senate, like, ma- just, yeah. like make their voice heard. Like if she wants to weaponize us, do it now. send us like emailing people calling people you know reaching out tweeting do that instead of scooter we've proven ourselves we've earned this (laughs) you know it's like and you'll still get your merch purchases like like speaking out is scary when you're a public Mm -hmm. figure right because you're like oh i have to (laughs) which which side of the of the political spectrum do i feed and it's like it's not about that it's about human Mm -hmm. rights right now but even so she's proven to be successful even after coming out against trump so it's like and and she came and she came out against trump she was very like if she's afraid of offending her super right fandom she's already done it with her lgbt yeah. <laughs> pro yeah, proactive how how active she's been there so it's kind of like the yeah. people who are probably I, well, I don't i'm not gonna get into that because it's a little it's a little <laughs> um, sticky but you know she yeah why, why not this one especially when it affects yeah. her friends her family her her fandom people who she said are yeah. so cl- like mean so much to her yeah and she's like At the very least, like, I don't expect her to know every issue, every political point, but like, she has been like, oh, double standards. Oh, misogyny. Oh, fuck the patriarchy. I'm fine selling that keychain on my store. But when push comes to shove, I'm not going to speak out against the patriarchy in this instance. And so that's kind of the frustrating part of this week's announcement because I'm like, girl, I want to be excited Mm -hmm. for you. I do. But like... You gotta, you gotta give me something with a little bit more meat right mm. now, because it's, it's just like these trying times are trying, mm. you know. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's rough out oh, here, yeah. and, well, and like, either speak out. Yeah. Okay, okay, this is the deal. I'll strike with her. Speak out. Speak now <laughs> in support of women's rights, or give me the full story of what happened between you and Calvin Harris <laughs> on a 15 track secret album delivered to my door. Come on Thank podcast. You. Uh, a, yeah. a I'll take two that on, For me, two on one interview. There you go. We'll, yeah. we'll do that. We'll do that. <laughs> there's options. Yeah, there's so many options. <laughs> and I totally get where you're coming from too, especially someone who has, you know, my rep- reproductive choices have definitely, um, that that's part of my my identity now you know do, doing mm-hmm. IVF being able to make choices for myself what I did what I didn't want to do it's just something that's yeah. so has changed my life forever mm-hmm. and people should be able to to make those choices for themselves whether it's going down my yeah. route my route or going down a different route I don't think that it's mm-hmm. it's a man's decision or anyone else's decision yeah. it, it changes your life no, drastically Jurassic so much i've been watching and not just i've been watching called the midwife and oh yeah you know, it's all about you know um we're actually right now which is so interesting it's about 
an abortion and it's this person doesn't mm. want to have a, their kid because they're they're poor and they can't afford it and they they resorted to a very very harmful way of aborting the fetus and yeah. it's heartbreaking it's like pushing us back yeah. and you guys call a midwife is set in like 1950 and so just to see mm. that that's where we can go back is people who can't afford it who can't travel places can oh okay sorry i know just- no and i think i mean it's important to say that this isn't just like the the way the right wants to paint abortion is one very specific mm-hmm. type of abortion mm-hmm. but there's so much more to reproductive oh, yeah. health that that this impacts and that's from eptocic eptocic pregnancies mm-hmm. to IVF to embryos like there's so much going on that's going to be at risk and that's on top of the risk that's put on the childbearer mm-hmm. who's forced to make decisions and pregnancy is is dangerous like delivery is dangerous so it's not just a flippant decision no matter how you cut it it's a really complex issue except that the simple fact is we should be supporting people's lives and like supporting their rights to choose and that's as that's as simple a rule as I can come up with Mm -hmm. and I just think I I have a lot of conservative friends and one thing that I've been very impressed with this past week is I have a lot of a lot of these friends have posted that they support the right to choose, you know, because mm-hmm. maybe they personally wouldn't ever get an abortion, but they support yeah. someone's because you don't know the, their story. You don't know what their life is, what their de- the decision making that they've had to encounter. And I was really impressed yeah. with that because I have a lot of religious friends on my, my feed and they were, they were very livid this week. And I, oh, I was yeah. really impressed. Yeah. And it's just a, yeah, it's a issue that most Americans agree with. So it's really frustrating that it can come down to a a very loud minority Mm -hmm. telling us that you no longer get this choice. And that's just, that's life in 2022 is just a lot of, it's a lot of bad news and it's really heavy. And I'm glad we could take a minute to talk about it because I do feel like when you do have a platform, no matter the size, whether it's 12 followers on Instagram or a few listeners on your podcast, mm-hmm. it's worth talking about things that matter. Um, and that's not to say that we can't also take time to find joy and levity in other moments, such as enjoying Taylor yes. Swift, her music, theorizing on what's to come. Um, so <laughs> if this if this episode was kind of All discombobulated, that's just where our minds are. Okay. As we close out because we're hitting the thirty minute mark, I do want to. I want. I I've been loving Taylor Swift's re recordings, but one thing I yes. was I was thinking about before, and we've talked about it, is that Taylor had a pretty strong voice during nineteen eighty nine. Not only mm-hmm. not not politically, but her voice was <laughs> you know was mature, and I was like, yeah. okay, well, what's gonna like? Am I gonna love? 1989 Taylor's version more than 1989 stolen version because she still had that great voice and it was so new. So I'm going to play, I'm going to play this love. I'm Uh I'm not going to tell you which, which version, (laughs) but I'm going to play it. You're going to put me on blast. I'm going to put you on blast because, because just because if you would put me on blast, I would have been like, so which one is this? Is this Taylor's version or is this the stolen version? You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. Are you going to play both? Yeah. Okay. 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 So now I have to turn down the volume because I don't want you to 
to hear if I put out the wrong one. Hold on, I have to. You ready? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, this is interesting. I think you can't look. You can't. You, you have. You haven't been able to see it, right? Okay. Because no, no, no. if people looking. are if people are looking at the video, they would have seen it just now. I was like, you can't see it, right? <laughs> I think. See, I haven't. I've only listened to the new one mm-hmm. once, too, and I. It's not my favorite song in yeah. general, so I. I don't always know it, but I think. I think the second one was Taylor's version. You want to see what the second one was? Uh, it, no! it was it, I was like, it sounded more, it did sound like there was more instruments to it. Yeah. So the, so the second one, you guys, if you were watching the video, it is this um, stolen version. The second one. Yeah, it's the original. See, the beginning gives it away. I feel like the beginning of the of the yes. song really gives it away. Let's do a couple. This is This is the stolen version. <laughs> A little more kind con- like twangy. Yeah, I don't know and what you call it, but yeah. Not as loud. It's just there's more mm. it's more rich. It's like more yeah. rich, yeah. I thought I was thrown off by the way she sings need because yeah. it felt like deeper in the in the original, yeah. but she just chooses the high note in the yeah. new one. So <laughs> stupid Shelby. I'm such a f- No, I would have done the same thing. I would have been like because <laughs> like really I'm like I don't like she was so good in 2013, yeah. 16. 16. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's not right. It was 2014. Yeah, You're I was right. like, she's 13? Right. Tw- 2014, yeah. and she's even she's good now. So I'm kind of like, I don't know. Like, I yeah. can tell the difference between probably, <laughs> you know, Taylor Swift debut and Taylor Swift now, maybe. Yeah. I think This Love too is unique because it is the more ballady on 1989. Mm-hmm. So it did let her kind of do her rich vocalization. Whereas something like Out of the Woods, I think you will be able to feel the strength a little more like solidly because it's so like synth mm-hmm. in the original that it feels kind of like her vocals aren't as... Like on Wildest Dreams and This Love and Clean, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think some of the other ones you'll you'll notice maybe a little more. Well, when she dropped 1989, I will I'll do this. <laughs> we'll do we'll do a little a test. Just do a whole play by yeah, play. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do a little play by play, and then maybe I'll maybe I'll figure out how to do it on Instagram to f- figure out how, like if people can like guess which one is which. I don't know. Okay, well if we're doing predictions, yes. I want to know. Oh, um, on Red, she decided Girl at Home needed a whole revamp and never never served our the original uh with a with a true re-recording so do you think there's one on what song on 1989 do you think would get a complete revamp oh like like bonus song it doesn't even have to be a bonus song uh i mean because 199 didn't have bonus tracks or it did it had new romantics and and wonderland oh yeah she better not and you are in love she better not you're right there were three oh interesting well then, yeah. I guess of those three, which one do you think she bastardized? <laughs> okay, she loves your. Elvira is coming for your throat. I, I, I kind of <laughs> feel like Elvira would come for Wonderland. I really do because she because New Romantics she can't she can't touch that uh, high she art can't, flawless. She can't no, no, touch that. It's just it's God tier there. And then you are in love. She, 
I feel like she has that, that, that personal tie to you are in love. She wrote it for her friends. Maybe she'll do it because yeah. Lena and Jack are no longer together. So maybe, I, okay. And, yeah, and she, she's like, let's make it and new. And she knows that I love Wonderland. So you are in love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. You're right. That's the only logical yes, answer. only logical. She wouldn't touch Wonderland. Not for me. <laughs> Not since she played it at Houston just for me. Yeah. Oh. Well, well, I mean, I don't know if there are any dates in the uh, in the conspiracy no, corner. No. I don't know if there's something to look forward to. I feel like the announcement around this love was very strange, mm-hmm. and it seems like maybe the next announcement announcement won't be something we are exactly anticipating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we were expecting Except for us. 1989 <laughs> forever ago. Because wildest yeah. dreams, and then you had the the interview. So I. I'm done theorizing and making a clown out of myself. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I did it for yeah. you this but week. But yours makes sense. Um, I like it. Mine, our minds are always but, like far-fetched. <laughs> Who knows? But if she doesn't, if she turns out to not do mm-hmm. the Taylor's versions, I think what she might do is release like an, a mini album of like bonus tracks, mm-hmm. like the original from the vaults. Mm-hmm. Like a vault track. That she wants to put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's just wishful thinking because it's like, come on. She's been teasing <laughs> all the vaults that if she decides she yeah. bought her masters back, we're just going to be like, well, what about? We're going to be left hanging. <laughs> we really will be. Yeah. But I will say I rewatched the Reputation tour like a week or two mm-hmm. ago, and I really would love her to go on tour again. Oh. I miss it. I need it. We were just texting about I watched this. clips. Of, yes. Yes. I watched clips of the Olivia Rodrigo show and I was like, this isn't serving me like the fanfare and pyrotechnics I need from a pop mm-hmm. concert. So I need my number one girly to come yep, back. Yep. We need that. Please. I will I will travel for her again. Yes. Even though I have a baby, I will travel for her without my baby without Lance. <laughs> Babies? What? Baby. No. Baby can't yeah. go to a concert. But Taylor, <laughs> please. Please. Yeah. I am getting to the age where I'm a little bit too old to be chosen out of the crowd but i will wear a jacket and i will dance in the middle of nowhere with shelby yeah. so we can i mean her. you basically named your baby after her so <laughs> <laughs> it's what you deserve what we deserve oh my goodness okay well good, i'm though. glad we could get yeah we could get in touch um we'll see if we can make this a regular thing again uh as you get into the swing of being a working mom and there gives um, us more because Taylor gives we, we don't want to drop an episode where we talk about nothing, which we do all the yeah. time. We want we want Taylor stuff. So as Taylor produces more stuff, we will produce more yes. episodes. Yes. yes. Yeah. So don't be mad at ma- ma- mad at us. Blame Taylor. Yeah. That's the that's the moral. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, it's always a pleasure. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter sometimes at SwitchishPod13. We're technically on Instagram, <laughs> though. Again, that's been on hiatus because... Baby? Ashley's been, uh, I've been yeah, bad. Been mothering that little. Yeah, I've been bad. I've been. I've, I feel guilty. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't use the G word as mothers. Okay, mm-hmm. we're excellent and we're doing the best we can. <laughs> we'll give you Taylor baby content. I'll dress her up for you yeah. guys. <laughs> exactly. Get her in the 2022 merch and tag Taylor Nation and think in gratitude. I have an outfit, a mommy and me Taylor Swift outfit coming up soon. Oh, merch perfect. Outfit coming yes. up soon. So. We'll do that. That's what we need. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but until we figure out what's happening next time, I am Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And Taylor. I mean, I hope you're doing well. Yep. I do. Yep. <laughs> Come back. Uh, yeah. Bye. <laughs>